Hi, this is Sweetest Moon Dust and the second episode regarding cerebral palsy. I'm talking about uh, toxic cerebral palsy today because it's one of the three main types, although there are four. Um, a toxic cerebral palsy is when your balance is affected or your coordination is affected or both um, and you, so your walking looks strange in that respect it could be that you've um, so as well as tight muscles it's to do with that as well there are lots of things that can be done to help and um, I always feel that having an operation would be my would be the last op, last option for me because it's it's permanent it's something that can't be changed once that's happened uh, but there are lots of other things like occupational therapy using frames and splints to help you you know uh, I have done physiotherapy regarding that to maintain everything through um, because of the fact that I have got a toxic and ta- as a toxic spastic and it's diaplegic it's a combination of everything nearly but those are the two main issues that I have are lack of coordination for certain things so for example eating can be a bit awkward sometimes not always just if especially if i'm tired um also catching things is a bit off throwing things is a bit off but you could say that for anybody and i'm not here to to judge anybody i'm here to explain what cerebral palsy can do to you and what it does to other people you know this is how you actually show other people what you're like you know it doesn't affect us as a mental state it isn't our mental mental issues it's it's a physical form from the brain damage that is caused you know and so over time with cerebral palsy you have wear and tear issues and because of the issue of age you know um our energy depletes very much quicker than when you are younger. And it takes three times as much energy for us to do a lot of things. So um, when you're thinking about doing things, A, as a cerebral palsy uh, sufferer or client or whatever you class yourself as, you've got to think, okay, what do I, what can I do that will actually help me as a person with the condition um, and save time exponentially so for example if that means that you decide walking is not for you then that's fine because you've got to think I can still do a lot of other things that I don't you know my legs are just a part just don't work right for me because they aren't good enough but it doesn't mean that that you're not good enough completely it means There is a fault, but then any condition can be classed as a disability. Asthma, dyslexia, uh, colour blindness, you know, there's all these issues that everyone else says, oh yeah, 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 you know, 
I feel so sorry for someone who's disabled. And you have the other issue that was brought out on BBC One the other night, which I'll put up a link on, uh, about, you know, the hidden um, society where we're, where we're put away because of our disability. And it's not fair. We need to be shown, you know, we need to show that actually we are able to do things. No, we don't have any, you know, everything that we can do. But cerebral palsy is only a part of us. It's not the whole of us. So as I said, ataxia or ataxic CP is really, you know, to do with coordination and things. So for example, your writing might be off. Your But then again, going back on tangent, you know, no one's got perfect handwriting. Not even if you're typing, have you got perfect handwriting? Um, you know, because there's always mistakes. So it's a it's message. It's reading a message. So, for example, a circuit board is slightly fried. It's the same situation, but your circuit board is your brain. You know, it's no different from any other problem. There are ways around things, and you need to show. You know, yes, there are differences, but we can and do do things as much as anybody else. In a later series of episodes, I'm going to be talking to various different people about what they do, despite of their cerebral palsy, and it doesn't, you know, and how it impact, how it may impact their lives, and how it, you know, but how what they have done to, which will heighten their other experiences in life as a person with cerebral palsy. Um. Again, going back to ataxia, um, there is a lot of help. The one place that I would always recommend is the Bobuff Centre, whose link I'll put up in my in my show notes, um, because they deal with the ch- with children with cerebral palsy and adults who have had a stroke. Because as I said in, in one of my blogs, which I'll also link up, um, that actually it is dealing with cerebral palsy and stroke because the stroke is a similar situation to cerebral palsy in some many respects although not everything um but again it's where one place to go for help you know you need a decent place to start and if you don't know where you're able to go there are ways you know there aren't many things to be done but you need to show that you can do things no matter what. CP, ataxia, CP is not the end all. It can be helped. And no, it doesn't mean that you're, that we are silly or infirm or anything else. It just means that we have a different way of doing something, you know, and we do need help. And the help that I have mentioned again is occupational therapy, using frames. So for example, if you're walking, you need to be able to do things using a walking frame if need be, or even like myself, a mobility scooter for long distances, short distances around the house. I can walk okay, not perfect. And I wouldn't expect that to be, but it's okay. And speech is often affected can also be affected and mine is a little bit as you might tell I will 
hesitate and things like that. But other than that, it's not a problem. You know, I still think of way things are and how things should be because it's important that we are showing uh, the general public that we are able to do things. And, and if you are a quote, quote, normal person coming across our old ballsy, we are no different than you. You know, you might have asthma, you might have, you know, psoriasis, you might have, they're still disabilities, but they're not the same. You know, so we're, but we need to be treated the same as equal as everybody else. You know, yes, if we can't work, then that's fine. But, you know, if we can work or do work in our own way, then we can do it. We can prove to other people that actually, yeah, we can do things and we do do things. And as I said in a, earlier on in the podcast, I will be interviewing various people about what they've done for their lives as, um, as a person with the condition. And I want to stop there for today because I need to get my own thoughts together and let myself remunerate what I've just said about not letting cerebral palsy be who I am. Let it be part of me, but not the whole. And that is how it should be. Not everything is about the disability, but I needed to show you and explain to you that we needed to show this, that we are just as well as anybody else and anyone else in the whole world. So I'll stop it there for now. I'll speak to you soon.